right, so Andre Iguodala says that if Rasheed Wallace played in today's era, that he would be a top five player and that he would be better than Giannis. Um, I don't agree with that. I don't agree with that. I do not believe that he would be better than Giannis. I don't. Um, now, let me tell you about Rasheed Wallace. Rasheed Wallace, in his own era, would have been a top five player if he if he was, what's the word I'm looking for? If he was consistently dominant. Okay? Now, he would show flashes where he could just dominate. Let me tell you what Rasheed Wallace could do. Number one, he's like six foot 11. Let's just say seven feet, right? Okay. When he shoots the ball, he has like, the way the way he shoots is, is pretty high. Okay? Like the way he holds, like his shooting form is, is very high. So it's difficult to block. And let me tell you something. He can get you in the low block. He can post you up on the elbow. And guess what? Bam. Money. Okay? He had this, like, on his move, it's like, he knows how to, like, when you're guarding somebody, he knows how to confuse you on, like, which way he's going to turn. Because he could turn left and hit you. Or he could turn right and hit you. Or he could just turn around, fade away Jay in your face. He could dunk on you. You know, good passer. Good defender. Um, he can also shoot the three ball, okay? Now, his percentages is not super, super high, high, but here's the thing, man. There are moments with Rasheed Wallace where it's like he would he, he would dominate. He'll dominate one game, but then you don't see him the next game, okay? Now, I think maybe a lot of that is because he's not a selfish player, but the thing about it is is that I don't think Rasheed Wallace was always dependable as far as being dominant being a super superstar he had the talent to be but it just wasn't consistent okay and and like i say i seen rasheed wallace dominate at times against tim duncan against kevin garnett antonio mcdice um who else um amari stoudemire and other players okay give him fits i seen him give Shaq problems okay chris weber problems but does he, he he didn't he just didn't do it consistently okay and that's the thing and now with Giannis Giannis you know we could talk about skill sets all we want yeah is Rasheed Wallace a better shooter than Giannis yes maybe a better passer is he a better defender than Giannis no okay now what play what separates a star and a superstar I believe it's the will determination the will of it okay Rashid Wallace and I remember hearing Charles Barkley say this something similar to this he said Rashid Wallace if he wanted to be he could be the most he could be the best player in the league but see it's a matter of really wanting to do that because man, who knows why he did you know now I still I, now is Rashid Wallace a Hall of Fame player I do believe he's a Hall of Fame player no doubt but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say he's better than Giannis Giannis you, you know Giannis do you realize what it take realize what it takes to um become an MVP and a defensive player of the year and win the championship okay so a lot of pressure on Giannis you know when you know Giannis can score 40 points and 20 rebounds and if the team lose they're gonna say he didn't do enough Rasheed Wallace gets, you know, if Rasheed Wallace put up those numbers, they're not good. Nobody's going to say Rasheed Wallace didn't do enough. 
That's just a fact. You know why? Different set of expectations. So that's why I can't put Giannis' superstar expectations in the same category with Rasheed Wallace' star expectations. Excuse me, y'all. Huh? Man, I'm not feeling too well right now, but... You know, but I am always been a fan of Rasheed Wallace since North Carolina, man. Like, that dude can ball. And did y'all know at one point the Washington Wizards, whether it was the Washington Bullets, they had Chris Webber, Rasheed Wallace, and Jawan Howard on the same team? True story. True story. They should have made that work. But I, I don't see how Rasheed would be a top five player in this era. You know, because... Now, if you want to say, well, well, don't, you know, well, Rashid is stopping himself, but he could be if you wanted to. Well, we can say that about a lot of players, right? You can say, I mean, almost every player believes that, you know, you know, you know, well, if I wanted to be, I could be the number one player, you know, but I choose to do this. Okay, well, we can only go based on what we see out there and what we feel and what's actually out there. As far as I know, Giannis is one of the best players in the league, top three player in the league, okay? But Rasheed Wallace, even back in that era when he played, yeah, he could he would have been he could have been top five if he wanted it. If he wanted it, if he wanted to be. If he wanted to be, he could have been top five. But everybody doesn't want, want that responsibility. And I'm not saying he shied away from that responsibility. I don't know. But if he wanted to, he could have. Okay? So it's almost it reminds me of like you remember when they said, like, when Randy Moss said, you know, yeah, he took a lot of plays off. He played when he wanted to play. Now, with that in mind, Randy Randy Moss was still able to be, was still was able to be, to perform at a level where he was the most dominant receiver out there, you know, in the league, okay? Now, Rasheed, nah, listen, I can't, like, I'm not putting Rasheed over, Rashid, you know, to just say he would be top five in this era. So that means Giannis would be behind him. LeBron would be behind him. Kevin Kevin Durant would be behind him. Um, who else? Steph would be behind him. Um, Jokic would be behind him. Embiid would be behind him. No. And these guys, you know, James Harden would be behind him. That mean, you know, these guys are MVPs. You know? But Rashid Wallace, he had his chance to do that when he played. And... You know, hey, everybody doesn't want to be the the super, super, superstar go-to guy. You know, they want to share the ball with their teammates, and there's nothing wrong with that. But you can't say that, well, you can say whatever you want, but I'm not going to sit here and say that he was better, that that he's that he would have been better than Giannis. No, nah, because do y'all, I mean, listen, a lot of people, they don't want to give credit to a player like Giannis because... He can physically dominate you. Now, how did he how did he get to be so physical and so big and strong? He worked out. You saw how he looked when he first came to the league. He worked out. He has a good enough handle to where he could get to the basket and finish. Strong finisher. He can get the ball in the post and go in and dominate. Okay, guess what? He can shoot the ball from the three also. Okay? Don't don't you know, don't get it twisted. He can shoot the ball from the three as well. Now, is he a better shooter than Rasheed? No, he's not a better shooter than Rasheed. Let me see. Rasheed was about a 30, about a 30% 30 three-point shooter, 32, 33% three-point shooter, which is real good for a player his size. Real good. Real good, you know. But, I mean, 
if you're Giannis, hey man, stop me from getting to the basket. I'll shoot a three-pointer when you stop me from getting to the basket. You know what I'm saying? If you can't stop me from getting to the basket, but then no, I'm not going to. I'm not. I'm not gonna. Um, you know, I'm not gonna be shooting a three. Now Giannis, hey, Giannis had then had a couple seasons where he shot thirty percent from three, and in his first season he shot almost thirty five percent from three. But yeah, there's no way you could convince me that Rasheed Wallace, if he played in today's game, he would be more dominant or he would be better than Giannis. No, no, can't do it. Speaking of Andre Iguodala, you know, the, apparently the world does not realize that, you know, uh, the Warriors, they have yet to make a finals appearance without Andre Iguodala. But Andre Iguodala have made a, war, uh, a finals appearance without the Golden State Warriors. And then, guess what? When do the Warriors go back to the finals? When they bring Andre Iguodala back. <laughs> Isn't that something? But you know, like what's going on in the media, and you know, I like to think that I'm part of the media, but unfortunately, you got a lot of people they're going around saying that, you know, yeah, Kevin Durant, yeah, he it, it's proved that the Warriors they didn't need Kevin Durant. You know, they don't need him. You know, and okay, if you want to go that route, okay. I mean, because the way I look at it, you know, um, they missed the playoffs two years in a row without Kevin Durant, okay? So let's not get that twisted. They missed the playoffs two years in a row. Now, if they would have won the next year, okay. But, you know, they have a whole new team out there, okay? But, okay, since we're applying that, how about this? They trade away Andre Iguodala, and then guess what? They don't make the finals. They don't make the playoffs. Then the next year, they don't make the playoffs. But guess what? Andre Iguodala made it to the finals. <laughs> All right. He made it to the finals. Lost to the Lakers, but made it to the finals. All right. So <laughs> when Iguodala comes back to the Warriors, they make it to the finals and win an NBA championship. But yeah, let's let's not talk about that. Let's not talk about the huge impact of Andre Iguodala. Yeah, they want to talk. Everybody want to talk about the huge hit huge impact about. Yeah, that's the Warriors culture. Steph culture. And yes, Steph is a big part of that culture. That's Steph freaking Curry, bro. But understand this. Andre Iguodala is part of that culture, too. You understand what I'm saying? He is part of that, too. Oh, well, look at his stats, his numbers. Okay, so now you, you're not going to apply stats and numbers to Draymond Green's impact. So don't try to discredit Andre Iguodala, the person who was the NBA Finals MVP of their first championship with Steph and Clay and them. Don't don't try to do that. You know he does a lot of the stuff things that you know that doesn't register on the stat sheet all the time. You know he has to go guard the LeBron James whenever they go against teams, right? That's what he had to do. And also his impact even even he is a he is a coach on the court and off the court. Alright? He is the one you, you notice whenever Draymond Green will will get out of line or get out of pocket or whatever, right? Who's the first person that, that goes and go talk to him? Andre Iguodala. It's not Steph, it's not Clay, it's not Wiggins, not Steve Kerr. You know why it's not them? Because they can't talk him down. They can't reel him in. 
well, I hate to use the word reel him in. What I'm saying is, when Draymond is out of pocket, Andre Iguodala goes and talks to him. Because Draymond is, a, I mean, excuse me, because Iguodala is an OG. He knows this game. All right? <laughs> but that shit, see, Andre Iguodala's impact to Golden State should be talked about. Just, you know, Golden State's need for Andre Iguodala. Let me see. How can I word this? All right. The Warriors, not, you know, finals appearances being attributed by Andre Iguodala should be talked about just as much as they're, they're saying that KD can't make it to the. I, I'm. I need to get my. I'm messing up my words. So put it like this. If you're going to say Kevin Durant needs the Golden State Warriors in order to win the championship, fine. But you got to keep that same energy. You also have to say, well, the Golden State Warriors, they need Andre Iguodala to win a championship because they did not. They can. They did not even make the playoffs without Andre Iguodala. Andre Iguodala has made it to an NBA finals without the Warriors. <laughs> but I always been a fan of Iguodala, man. He can like for years he, uh, he you know, they would say he's a B version of LeBron James and that's no insult. That's not a slight. I mean, B version of LeBron James. You got some of the similar some some of the same skill sets, you know? But, you know, a lot of people are not going to talk about that. The Warriors, yes, y'all needed Andre Iguodala. I don't think they win this finals or or get this far in the playoffs without Andre Iguodala. I'm telling you. <laughs> and don't don't give me this whole stat thing cuz when Draymond Green has a triple single, you know what? His impact is is more than stats. You got to know basketball. Okay, I know basketball. I don't know all of basketball, but I do know enough about the I know the impact that Andre Iguodala does. Andre Iguodala, guess what? He is communicating and he's one of the captains on that defense as well. <laughs> all right? So Put some respect on Andre Iguodala's name, please. So, news about DeAndre Ayton has been very, 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 very trending this week, right? So, earlier on, what was it, Thursday, we found out that DeAndre Ayton signs a $133 million four-year deal with the Indiana Pacers. I know, right? You remember um, when Chris Paul said um, DeAndre Ayton was going to get that bag? Yeah, it looks like he's going to get that bag. But is it going to be with Phoenix? So, I did a video, and I said, you know, and I was ready to do... And I, re- and I recorded, I was going to record my segment on the podcast where I say, okay, should the Suns match the offer? And I, for one, did not believe that the Suns was going to even bother matching that offer <laughs> until they did, right? So now I got to do a whole nother video, a whole nother segment. I have no problems doing it, right? But they actually matched the offer. And you know what? That makes sense. That's a very smart move for the Phoenix Suns. You know, DeAndre Ayton is a player that they drafted. You know, he played at Arizona. In college, you know, it reminds me of the Rod Tidwell situation. You know, Rod Tidwell went to Arizona and he played for the Phoenix Cardinals. Okay, well, they are the Arizona Cardinals now. Okay, so hey, you pay that dude, man. He won't Arizona dollars. Pay him. Like, let me tell you something. The Golden State Warriors are going to continue to get better, better. What if they, what if they get Kevin Durant or not? Because you have Wiseman. Coming back, Wiseman is a walking is going to be a walking double double, okay? And he can get the ball in the post and go get a bucket. DeAndre Ayton can get the ball in the post and go get a bucket. Now, if you're the Phoenix Suns, so you know you're competing against the like 
right now the contenders that we know for sure right now in the West, we have the Warriors, of course. I think the Suns are still contenders. You have the Clippers. You have the Lakers. You have the Nuggets. Okay? The Nuggets, who do they have? Nikola Jokic. So let me tell you about Jokic. So DeAndre Ayton outplayed him in the playoffs. Not last year, but the year before last. On the Suns' road to the finals. All right? He outplayed him. He outplayed him. All right? You take away DeAndre Ayton. Oh, man. Like, like let's say if you got Miles Turner. Like, Miles Turner, he can defend the best way that he can against Jokic, and that's still not going to stop Jokic. But see, you have to make Jokic exert energy on defense. Miles Turner is not able to do that because you put him in this system, he's going to be limited to just catching alleys and rebounds and putbacks. All right. Now, when you go up against the Lakers, I'm going to tell you something. As long as you got a team with LeBron James, Anthony Davis, and Russell Westbrook, you got to watch out for that team. So, how do you. Um, nullify um anthony davis and i know anthony davis is taking a lot of three-pointers but he can get to the basket and he can be a, he is a shot blocker okay so what you do is you need deandre aiden to force him to play defense that that's what you, you need him to exert energy on defense to help tire him out on offense deandre aiden can do that all right Oh, the Clippers. Well, guess what? DeAndre Ayton caused a serious mismatch for the Clippers. You take away him, then you fall right into the to the Clippers. Okay? Because I don't think by the Clippers getting John Wall. Okay, John Wall doesn't have to outplay Chris Paul, but he can make Chris Paul work. All right? Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, they're gonna, they can nullify um, Devin Booker. They can nullify each other, depending on which one. Right? But who's the X Factor? DeAndre Ayton. When they go against the Warriors... Okay, Steph versus Chris Paul. Steph's going to win that matchup. Steph was winning that matchup when Chris Paul was in his prime. Okay, so Steph's going to win that matchup, right? So now you have, okay, so Clay Thompson. Well, Clay, Clay Thompson can steal ball. All right, he still averaged, what, 19 or 20 points a game? All right, so... Clay Thompson, you got if you're Devin Booker, okay, you you're going up against Clay Thompson, or and, and guess what? Who, who else could be guarding you? Andrew, Andrew Wiggins, that's a problem. Or Jordan Poole coming off the bench, so that can nullify that position. And then if you don't have DeAndre Ayton, well then who's going to go up against Wiseman? Sorry, y'all, that's my kids in there. And you need Ayton. I think Ayton could win the matchup against Wiseman because Golden State. Let me see. Wiseman will probably be their fourth option or fifth option. All right, because you got Steph, Clay, Wiggins, Poole. Then they'll give the rock to Wiseman. All right, but what I do like, but see, what with Golden State, they play the matchups. They're very unselfish. No ISO ball with that team. Chris Paul has a tendency to go ISO, and that's then that can hurt him. But by having DeAndre Ayton, that can help nullify Wiseman and nullify Draymond also. Okay. Oh, and also, duh, the Dallas Mavericks. I mean, Dallas Mavericks going to Dallas Mavericks. They're going to be a lot better next year. And Luka, you saw Luka. Luka's getting in some good shape. Hopefully he maintains it. But the Suns, they, they re-signed them back, so that's a good thing. You know, I'm a huge fan of head coach Monty Williams, and I want to see him win a championship. Um, now, I'm not one of these people who say Chris Paul deserves a ring. No, you get what you negotiate in life. So miss me with that deserve crap because if that's the case, a lot of you can say a lot of other people deserve it. Charles Barkley deserve it. Carl Malone, John Stockton, Dominique Wilkins. Okay, but it's not about what you deserve. It's about what you do out there on the court. 
But um, but I thought that was a real smart move for them. Real smart move for them to re-sign him. And hey, you know what? Go out there, continue to to you know be better, be better. But yeah, most definitely they should keep Aiden. You know, I think Aiden has a Aiden has twenty three and twelve potential. But they got to utilize that. Like a lot of plays that they run with him, and you know they reduced his minutes this year. You know, because it's it's almost as if they wanted to keep his stats down for some weird reason. But I was shocked that they matched the offer. I was very very shocked. But I'm glad that they did. Glad that they did. All right, I just don't see Donovan Mitchell going to the New York Knicks. You know, I mean, and and I don't think realistically like anybody else sees that either either you know because you know now they're saying you know that the Knicks they will not include RJ Barrett in a trade you know for Donovan Mitchell I'm gonna be honest with you I don't think the Utah Jazz wants RJ Barrett RJ Barrett is a good player but he is not on the level of Donovan Mitchell right now now maybe he can get to that level but I just don't think as far as coaching style I don't think Tom Thibodeau is a good coaching fit for Donovan Mitchell. I really don't. You know, a lot of superstars, they don't really like playing. They're not trying to go play for Tom Thibodeau. So it's like, okay, New York Knicks, do you not realize who your coach is? It's Tom Thibodeau. I mean, you know, but they have, you know, the only reason they even, and here's the thing, the only reason they even include New York is not even basketball related. It's because he grew up near the garden. All right, fine. All right. I don't recall hearing Donovan Mitchell saying his dream, his goal is to go play in New York. But, I, I I mean, what does the Knicks have that, like, but I don't know if Donovan Mitchell has a no-trade clause or if he wants to go there or not, but I'm just saying, like, basketball-wise, why would he go to New York? Hell, you might as well stay in Utah then. Or why go to New York when you can probably go to Miami? Or you can go to, it's other teams you can go to. But... You know, it they they are every year they always they always throw in the New York Knicks in there, you know. And I think New York is an awesome city, but then I I, I want to see the Knicks do good. Okay, I do. Growing up, I mean, I I I, I enjoyed watching those Patrick Ewing, Charles Oakley, John Starks, Pat Riley Knicks teams. You know, loved it when my Rockets spanked them in the well, beat them in the finals. Okay, but they had some real good matchups with the Bulls. I I love watching that team, Oakley and them, man. I love watching that team. You know, it's it's a good league when the Knicks are relevant. You know, but I just don't see Donovan Mitchell playing under Tom Thibodeau style, where he likes to wear his players out, wear them down. I don't see that happening. You know, I, I I just don't. You know, it's a reason why Tom Thibodeau, a lot of his players, like, are players he used to coach that are on the team and stuff. You know, it's a reason why Ty, hey, Taj Gibson always going to have a job in the NBA as long as Tom Thibodeau is coaching. Or Tom Thibodeau is always going to have a power forward ready to start or do, you know, go out there and ball for him because Taj Gibson is always out there. But... I just don't see the, the the style that Tom Thibodeau has. Like he reminds me of that Jeff Van Gundy style, and their and their kind of coaching to me, it doesn't really fit a player like Donovan Mitchell style. And I get it. Yeah, he had Derrick Rose, and Derrick Rose was able to play his style. That is true. But he also wore down Derrick Rose. Okay, I mean, and there's other players who superstars who talked about. They talk about the style of Thibodeau. Thibodeau, it just doesn't really, you know. 
But I would be surprised if Donovan Mitchell was to be a New York Nick. I would be surprised, but I just don't see why why he would want to go to the Knicks.